Are you wearing your hat for Yager reasons? Because that makes me real happy. Nope, You're muted. muted. You're muted, Arthur. He's on a backup computer, too. This is going to be fun tonight. Yeah, it's fine. I don't need... I mean, I just... It will take me longer to edit because, like, I have a 13-inch screen instead of, like, a 30-inch screen. Yeah, that'll do but it. But other than that, shouldn't be a problem. It's like the full cast hint transcends to other shows. Let me it's tell like you. Octopus. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, this is this is completely self-inflicted. Like, so I was, I was trying to, like, just do some, like, routine spring cleaning clean dust out of my computer um and i noticed like oh there's a lot of dust in the cpu cooler so i tried to take that off and when i pulled it when i tried to pull it off the whole cpu came with it just like pulled right out of the socket yeah yeah. and now when i try to put it back together like it it just like it won't boot up at all so oh god (laughs) okay next up is our uh, we're calling this "What is coming up and why should we watch it?" Are Wiskus Wisk Wikuasi? Oh man, how do we say this? Wikuasi we And tonight we have a special guest. It is Doug Reyes-Seron from Washington D.C. and he is the editor of Full Cast After Dark and editor for a bunch of other things too. Doug, what do you do exactly? Sorry, I'm like I'm like, I'm like your like a mother-in-law. What do you do exactly? Because <laughs> I've gotten that question many times in my life, and I'm gonna just keep answering it. Uh, freelancer, freelance editor, and cool. all sorts of other things. But yeah, primarily that edit from home usually. Um, I edit for a few different clients, and it happens to be the full cast is one of them. But I almost don't want to call them a client; they're more than that to me. But obviously, I got lucky getting hitched to that wagon, basically getting my start shit posting on Twitter. That that's you know what you were looking at four five other people who got our starts ship was on Twitter as well. You're in good company. Yeah, perfect, uh, perfect. It, it, I'm in a good crowd tonight. Yeah, you're you're a part of the committee, so welcome, welcome. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so Doug, what are you here to talk with us about tonight? What is the thing we should watch? Well, I my pitch here is to talk about Major League Soccer. Hell yeah, different sport, but uh, it's a sport I was primarily watching from a kid on up it's the first love of my life and just kind of been rolling with it now now as i reach the age of 30s of my 30s excuse me yeah that's been the biggest sport to me through a lot of my life obviously i follow many other ones uh as you see the formula one jacket behind me but yeah soccer has been the big one for me and mls i i live in washington dc dc now is my first team and i've been riding that wagon from day one literally day one there's photos of me of their event to today can we can we talk about can we talk about rfk stadium first before we go on the beautiful thing that is rfk stadium the, I, well, go ahead no i was just i i i when i was when i lived in dc we were off off air we were talking about this i live in dc i was there on the overlap before the nationals moved to the new park i was there like that summer and so i went to like one of the last games in rfk and atmosphere At, rfk had atmosphere is that the word i'm looking for yeah, I agree rac- with that. Raccoon, raccoons and bats are atmosphere, I think. It's a it's, it's a It's a raccoon preserve. When it's not soccer, it's a raccoon <laughs> preserve. As a West Virginia fan, we love a good raccoon preserve. They make great hats. Oh, yeah. They make great <laughs> plush toys, too. I have mine. Do I have mine in here? <laughs> there, is, there is a... We have... But they released a raccoon plush toy with the team emblem front and center on its belly. I love that. I have it somewhere. They uh, When they opened Audi Field, they had it perched on top of the crane the final crane before they welded it into place at the new stadium. The, my only other experience with RFK was I, after it was closed for the nationals, 
don't know if they still do anymore. They used to have big St. Patrick's Day like concert like around the air around that area. And I got ragingly drunk there. Oh, man, I have lots of those stories about DC. Sorry. I got ragingly drunk there. And I just remember coming to to watch Russell Crowe play guitar. And I don't remember who he was with it. It might have been Russell the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, he was I'm going with the Dropkick Murphys. That was it was it was a weird That's night, a guys. vibe, and I don't know how to explain that one. I, I'll just say it was far enough in the past that I took a picture of it on my Samsung Razor phone, but that <laughs> oh, no longer exists. You had one of those too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, wow. So it was that I far. Was it was that long ago, those. just so we're clear. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're a DC United fan. I am a uh, FC Dallas fan. I live in the North Burbs, so they are they are ad- way adjacent to me. <laughs> Although I have to admit that I've been to more football games, like American football games at that stadium recently. Than I have you, soccer games. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about it. like what is the what is the MLS rooting interest on this podcast? Oh, does I, anybody else have a team? I do. What's um, yours, Kamish? I'm actually a Colorado Rapids fan, um, which is is very strange. I I started following them. I'd say maybe like 2009, and and then like 2010, 2011. They won it. They won the MLS Cup, and they have just been, I mean, really awful since that point. Uh, and so I feel like I picked the right team and then maybe tangentially down the line, I, I realized that my favorite premiership team had the same owner as the Colorado Rapids. And I did not know that beforehand. So yes, I am an Arsenal fan. And then the same owner of the Rapids is Stan Kroenke. So, uh, I get to be mad at the same owner twice. So it's nice. (laughs) Arthur, what's your, what's your team? So I don't really follow MLS, but if anyone asks, I tell them that my favorite team is the Portland Timbers because I like the song Timber by Pitbull and Kesha. (laughs) You know what? That's a great reason. Do you have a team? I have been to precisely one Philadelphia Union game, uh, and they are the Philadelphia sports team that I am most likely to root for. Uh, but I would not call myself a union fan. I would like to take this moment also to shout out a tier below MLS, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, which are there. Delightful. You go. That's it. And, and oh, shout yes. out to the the San Antonio oh, FC. So uh, you know, a little I, below. I, too. I don't have an MLS team, and I'm kind of hoping that maybe tonight you can help me find an MLS team. We'll get you one. I like. Okay. This. Oh, that, I think be it something would help. For you. I'm a West Virginia and a Pirates fan. If that helps. Oh God. <laughs> Does she that hates help? herself. She hates herself. Just so you, yeah. Okay. So, I also like the Pacers. Oh my God. This is going to be fun. Jesus Christ. This <laughs> <laughs> is so grim. This is so grim. But there was Scoozy. Let's find an MLS team. So, what am I, so Doug, what am I looking at this season? Like, what am I, what am I looking for? Because uh, if I have to look, watch FC Dallas much more, I'm going to get sad. So, give me something else, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking about all of the stuff, one of the funny little things I hear about is, some people on the internet have said, oh, there are no storylines in American soccer. And I'm just like, there's a million storylines in this one league, let alone the rest of them across the United States. In terms of MLS, the things to look out for, there's stuff at the league level that's happening as we speak and things happening by individual teams that I can kind of break down. I might have to do it like elevator pitch style because there's just that much going on among various teams in the league. Uh, so so help me here because I, I, I've, I follow FC Dallas, but I don't follow the league a ton. What are the big differences between like the U.S. league and like the Premier League, just like system-wise? What's the difference? 
Uh, the biggest difference, I would say, is that, it, for one, and people have brought this up, it's a closed system, so it's just those teams in their one league, and that's it. Whereas, obviously, the Premier League, it's a relegation promotion-based system, so you've getting that across the board of, like, three teams go up, three teams go down. And that's fun to watch. Um, that doesn't apply to MLS, and I know I've seen many opinions about that. <laughs> I would say to it, the league is still incredibly competitive, even by the team's at like the the absolute worst ones, they still will throw down because ultimately these are human beings that want to do their jobs well, and people cannot stand losing that much. They want to win games, so they still throw down. Gotcha. Okay, so what are some of the storylines we're looking at at the top level? Uh, from the top level, there's a few things happening that are a little more existential MLS right now. Broadly speaking, they're in a dispute with the referees union. Okay. So we're watching that as we speak. Literally, as of right now, the referees union, the the entity that represents them and the league are trying to figure out a collective bargaining agreement, a new one. They, they, they propose a new one. The refs voted in 95% no. We're not accepting this. So oh God. they'll be... At the stro- in about two hours from now, maybe when you guys are recording, they'll official the refs will officially be in a lockout. Oh, so when we release so, the pod on Tuesday, uh, the just 20th, in the- time for them to hire us as replacement refs. I mean, exactly. we hey, the there. committee replacement refs. We we couldn't do much worse. I mean, I don't think. Well, anyway, Doug, we are always nominating ourselves for new jobs. <laughs> Hello, there's an opening for. Would you like to referee the upcoming Inter Miami Real Salt Lake game? Yeah. Sure. Hey, sure. Anybody, any of you guys, anybody listening to this podcast when it's out, you could be a referee tomorrow. Ooh, fun. Now, here's where I'm envisioning. I, the fact that Miami opens on Wednesday, I'm like envisioning everybody remembers the Seahawks Packers fail Mary. Oh, yeah. Incident. Mm-hmm. I am so oh. waiting for that to happen to Leo Messi. And this immediately ends it all. Like that man, <laughs> something catastrophic is going to happen to that poor guy and all hell will break loose. Yeah, it is, this is going to be either either it's going to be a penalty kick from out of nowhere, just like a totally, or someone's going to go cleats up at him and it's just going to be nothing. Like, I didn't see it. He could get like a season-ending injury on Wednesday and there's a whole season for him. And I'm like, well, you should have gotten your reps for that one. Uh, on that one, also, they let's are not also jinx fighting. that because Jordan has powers of jinxing. So, oh yeah, no, I, I fuck don't, things up constantly. Don't do so that. Yeah, don't I'm do that, Jordan. Do that. We don't want that okay. to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the league is also fighting with uh, U.S. Soccer Federation over the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, this uh, is this is one I heard about because they weren't going to MLS was going to pull out of the Open Cup. Correct. Or just play yeah. like the backup teams or whatever. What is what is the Open Cup? So. For that, for those who don't know, we were mentioning this. There's different tiers of U- of soccer across the United States. Some very like beer level leagues, higher level ones. You've got USL of all the various kinds, and then MLS is the top of the pyramid. Uh, U.S. Open Cup effectively throws all those teams at each other at every step of the way, and it's an amazing competition in my opinion. People that watch the Premier League, it's very close to what we have with the FA Cup. Right. It's that kind of comparison. So you'll get teams, what's gorgeous about that competition is that you'll get random fucking teams from like middle of nowhere, all of a sudden they're squaring off against an MLS team. They might get pounded like 4-0, but man, just getting them into their backyard is always made for a joy. So, um, so what was the what was the issue they had with U.S. soccer? Basically, MLS wanted to pull out and replace them with their youth academy teams, and U.S. soccer said, no, you're not doing that. Absolutely not, because it literally violates their bylaws. So now they're fighting over 
whether to include teams in it or not, whether they're going to be participating. I personally only participate because I love that competition, but MLS yeah. is like, nah. Yeah, one of our I, committee uh, members, uh, Kevin, he's a huge U.S. Open Cup. He'll be on once it starts to talk about that, but he's he loves following that because, I mean, that's, again, like you, you mentioned, it's something like the FA Cup where you can get, like, maybe, like, San Antonio FC going up the road to face, like, an MLS team in, like, Austin. Uh, you can get, you know, the El Paso, I think it's the Locomotive or something. Locomotives, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can get them to go, you know, to to play Real Salt Lake or something like that. So it's it's crazy. It's a lot of fun, too. Or, like, what is the the Phoenix uh, Rising or rising. something? Phoenix yes, rising. Phoenix Rising. Where, where it's, like, 700 degrees in the summer. And they're they're playing like an MLS team from like Seattle or so. it's it's so great it's yeah. a lot of fun. I think it was last year. I want to say, I think it was Columbus Crew had to go to Pittsburgh and play in that stadium. Oh yeah, and they were like, "Wait, we have to play next to a, a train track?" And they're like, "Yeah, welcome to Pittsburgh." It's a cute stadium, I, for the record. Really want to go one day. I really think that everything in Pittsburgh is next to a rail tra- road track. Like if you just that told me accurate. any location, yeah, I, that's I that's true. Oh yeah. So, like, anything in Pittsburgh is next to the river, a bridge, and a railroad track. I assume That's the three, you know, that's why they call it Three Rivers. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) The the three (laughs) things of Pittsburgh. And then there's ketchup somewhere, probably. What do you think is in the river? Oh, is it a river of ketchup? I I thought it was, like, you know, the ketchup bottles being transported on the train tracks, too. But that works, so. So, (laughs) you mentioned it earlier, but, like, this is Messi's full first full season in the league, right? Yeah, this will be. He came in about halfway through last season, so this will be his first real grind and test. Which a lot of the past European players that have come through have always remarked, and I remember this when Wayne Rooney joined DC United. He was surprised at how demanding the travel was because most of these players don't realize, like, like geographically, most of Europe is just alone. Like, it could be like the size of Texas. My favorite, my favorite tweet this week. Someone posted a shot of. Illinois over Great Britain. Yeah. Those are those are basically about yep. the same. Yep. And so when you think about all the teams, like like, oh, people in 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 English soccer, oh, people go to away these away games all the time. There's away sports. Because it's 45 minutes away, y'all. There's mm-hmm. public transit there. You can get on I a mean, train. You could take yeah, a like, train like, from yeah, the like, north to Germany south is, in like three hours. <laughs> yeah. Germany is about an Ohio and a half. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's not hard to get there. The, that and was, the only- when I was an exchange student, the joke that we always had was that like I would say to my host brother, like, "Hey, we're gonna drive, we're gonna drive eight hundred miles tomorrow," and he would just stare at me. And then whenever I went over and I opened and we went to church, I touched the door handle. He's like, "That door handle is is a thousand years old," and I'm like, "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, the, I mean the only equivalent I can think of is you know was Europa League. Sorry, Europa Conference League is my favorite because it's the weirdest one. But that's the one where it's like, oh, hey, the team from Gibraltar is going to Kazakhstan. Enjoy your <laughs> enjoy your seven time zones to play Almaty FC. It's a joy. In beautiful Lenin Stadium, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. They haven't changed the time yeah. in Kazakhstan. That, it's like you get them with little random matchups in that competition. It's great. I support it. So, um, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. So I was going to ask, like, what is the lowest tier that plays in the Open Cup? Is it like Beer League? It's straight up like, oh my god! There's like there is beer league level teams that that will take a swing at. It's like amateur size from like tiny adult leagues that could Got go it. up to whoever. I, there's a famous story of uh, a local Baltimore team that was sponsored by um, a liquor store called Christos. Love it. That's like I forgot they're like fifth division. Pulled off a couple of upsets and had to play DC United 
uh, some were here because they're a Baltimore-based team, so they also had that bit of extra pride for them. And they scored, I believe, a goal on them. That was probably like the biggest moment of their lifetimes. Yeah. They proceeded to lose something like 4-0 or 4-1 from there, but that goal, they hold forever. I, I remember, I think it was Ta- Tonga got drawn with with Spain in, when they used to do Confederations Cup or something like that. And Tonga lost like 10-1, to 1, but they got one. And like when Tonga came out, they were given like flowers to all the Spanish players, big hugs. And that one goal, like that's, that's I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a San Marino fan. So I have known nothing but sadness for <laughs> years and years. One of these days, my poor, my poor, uh, the most serene ones will finally win a European game. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So individual teams, the elevator pitch, like help Beth pick something, help me get sort of an idea about what's going on this season. Yeah, there's a, I plucked out a lot of different teams that I just thought had the most interesting off seasons or storylines coming yeah. in. So this okay. isn't all of them. Some teams are coasting along fine, but just didn't make a lot of noise. There are some, there are so many teams in like MLS. I always forget that until I look at the list. I'm like, holy shit. There's like 30 something teams. Yeah. 32. yeah this, they just hit 32, but, right? Like, Jesus. Yeah. So they, 29 American and three Canadian, I believe. Yes. And San Diego's on the way next season. That'd be 33. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice round number. Okay. So I literally, the, you guys asked me to put together a list, and I think it's like half the teams in the league. That's fine. Maybe. Yeah. Perfect. Those are the ones that I thought, okay, had at least something interesting going on. And because I'm biased, I put my team on the list. I, yeah, I know them too much. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. I mean, obviously, We're we'll start off. biased here. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, obviously, we'll start off with the champions, Columbus Crew. Incredible run they went. Everyone's asking, are they going to repeat? I personally think they might. They've looked really strong. They've had they had a really strong half back half of the season. It is really, really ridiculously hard to go back to back because once you win things, you get entered in all these competitions like the Champions League, right? That you have to manage that schedule for and Leagues Cup. So it's as much as it's it's as much of an effort of endurance. Can you stay healthy through the whole thing? I think they can, but it is not a given. They're a really strong team, though. Um, we will see. Their next door neighbors in Ohio, Cincinnati. They just got one of the biggest free agents of the year in Miles Robinson. They, which is, by the way, he willingly went from Atlanta, Georgia to Cincinnati, Ohio. That's, Let's think about that. Oh God. Hmm. He willingly signed up for that. I'm, I, and I refer to Miles Robinson. He's a defender on the on the U.S. national team. Gotcha. Yeah. Staple for Atlanta. He was probably the most sought after free agent, and said, "You know what? I'm gonna go for Cincinnati." A Cincinnati um, team that has been not awesome for the last, as long as they've been in MLS, really, right? Until last season, they turned around and won the supporter shield. Okay. It tells you so, it tells you about how engaged I've been in the last year or two. Yes. Okay, great. So I get the, it. And, the supporter shield is, is for mo- most points in yes, the regular the most, season? Okay. Most points of the regular season. Okay. Well, why, doesn't, the, why, why doesn't that team just win the fucking championship doug why doesn't that team just win the fucking championship mm. doug because buddy we're americans we need we're playoffs. americans gotta we have playoffs. 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 We, 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 we will always be talking playoffs. playoffs i have seen people bring up like why isn't the shield the competition why isn't the shield the mls cup because we are in the united states we need our fucking playoffs uh so I'm trying to think we already brought him up earlier inner miami their big issue. Obviously, we already addressed the, the Argentine-sized elephant in the room. <laughs> Their big th- issue is, do they have defense? I'm going to say no. Uh-oh. They got rid of a lot of their defenders. 
partly because they were in a scramble to get their their their. So I should add, this is a salary cap league. So they have to work to get all the players under the cap. And most of that involves selling off a good chunk of their defense. So while so they're going to have to win effectively every game 5-4. So to their credit, they will not be boring. I mean, that's, you know, okay. that's, that, that, that's fun. It's giving USC. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a USC thing. They will have very much the, um, uh, wait, I forgot the name of the USC def- uh, defensive coordinator. Why is How's this escaping me? Grinch. Yes. Grinch. Yes. Oh, oh he's in, he's at Wisconsin now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh God. The linebackers coach, I think, not the head DC, but just a linebackers coach. Okay, not the head okay. DC yet. No, <laughs> I I remember somebody said that um, before they were announcing a defensive coordinator, like one of their friends, one of their sources says that it's Grinch, and then he went silent for like two <laughs> days until they hired a defensive coordinator, but it wasn't Grinch. It's just to mess with them. He's like, I was like, you can never forgive Jesus him. Christ. <laughs> you can never, you can never you forgive him. Right. <laughs> I yeah, wanted to, uh, I wanted to bring up your, your thing about Messi being able to survive a full season of the league with the travel. Can, can you talk about their preseason schedule real quick? What they did for <laughs> preseason, where they flew for preseason, because this is incredibly sickos. How, how, all over the place they went for their preseason tour, which was an absolute mess. Absolute shit show. Agreed. Yes. No, I fully agree. So, to my memory, they had they started in Miami. They played a preseason game, I believe it was in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Then went over to El Salvador to play a friendly there. Then jetted off to Hong Kong. From there, was played a friendly there, pissed off the entire nation of China because Messi ha- had like a strain in his adductor and they didn't want to risk injuring him, so they oh. sat him at the entire game. Oh, no. All the all the fans in Hong Kong were so livid, they were booing David Beckham when he yeah. was trying to address them over the speakers. <laughs> they told him to go fuck himself effectively. <laughs> this this got so bad, the Chinese government had allotted um some amount of money because it was considered a some kind of category of entertainment over there and they were so mad he didn't play they were actually talking about stripping the funding and pulling back some of the money they were supposed to pay miami jesus and from that they played a game in japan against uh Vassel kobe then flew all the way oh and they flew to saudi arabia in between that i forgot oh god so they, they they had the much build uh, Messi versus Ronaldo last dance, which ended up being a total farce because Messi got 10 minutes of play in the final 10 minutes of the game. Ronaldo didn't even play. Uh, and the game ended up being 6-0 uh, Al Nasser. That's the team Miami played. They got absolutely throttled on the world stage with everybody watching. Ouch. Um, Everyone all- saw through all of that, uh, what else was there? Oh, and then, yeah, uh, God, this is how fucked up the schedule is. It was, it was, it went from Texas, El Salvador, Saudi Arabia, Hong Kong, Japan, and then back to Miami. That's yeah. So I have them playing El Salvador, FC Dallas, Al Halal, Al Nasser, Hong Kong team. They actually won that one four one. Yeah, um, they tied Vissel Kobe in Japan. Uh, and then they tied Newell's old boys, who I believe uh, Messi grew up playing for, right? Yes, that's his childhood team. Yeah, they wanted to put a, like a nice little bow on the preseason, and say thank you, we didn't blow up your legs. Here's your reward with your childhood team. Maybe that'll help them get used to the travel of MLS. Jesus, 
Riyadh, Riyadh, Hong Kong, Tokyo is such a cursed. That's like that is that is that is the nightmare Taylor Swift tour. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, it it makes Taylor Swift going from Japan to Vegas to Melbourne seem normal. Yeah, Taylor had it easy. I don't know. Miami apparently got a lot of money from this. Everyone is saying, was it worth it? Was it worth it? I don't think so. No one died. Um, Everyone's ACLs are fine. We'll call it okay. um, Preseason doesn't really mean much, but it's worth noting. They only won one game in this whole stretch. They tied or lost everything else. It's almost like jet lag is real. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Some of these guys are humans. Who would have figured? Uh, looking at this list, I can pick out a few other teams. I think one of the funniest ones is going to be Toronto FC. Okay. They okay. are kind of a shit show right now with some really bad leadership there. And the general manager and owner of that team, they brought in two major profile Italian players that their GM openly admitted they used transfer market on in the internet the website they oh, were just yeah. like who are the best italian players on these teams and it's like cool go get me them it's like how i play football manager yes oh, so that's totally, literally it's like football manager like fifa let me let me try to find the the youngest cheapest talent um that that are the best and i'm gonna search the trend for work really literally that's how they got them they were like oh i see these school italian players and I see them on transfer market. They seem cool. They might have played as them in FIFA. Cool. Let's go get them. This is a strong argument that I maybe should be a Toronto fan. Yeah, I like that. Don't do it. Toronto is, <laughs> is, 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 you know, Beth is looking for MLS team and, and Toronto has taken the lead. Can they hold on to the lead? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, we, let's commish. Why don't we bring up Colorado? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's encouraging. <laughs> I, I mean, look, look. I mean, Colorado has been a mess since their MLS title. I think it was in 2011. Um, they had one season where they were like the the one seed in in the West, and then they flamed out in the first round of the playoffs, uh, like really, really quickly. It was it was very bad. I know they signed Zach Steffen. Um, Correct. And so that's the I guess technically the backup keeper on the U.S. United States national team. Now, I don't know. Him and Turner seem to be one and one A still. I'm not sure. I think Turner is like the clear number one nowadays, but he okay. will continue to be in the mix of like two, three rotationals. Yeah. Um, I, I know they made some more signings too, but like I don't necessarily know. It seems like they, they were a, a, awake this this offseason, at least for once. It, my impression when I saw their activity, they made some really good signings that I thought were actually really helpful. It it seemed to be, and my joke is that, oh, so Sam Kroenke finally remembers he owns the team. <laughs> Someone finally tapped his shoulder and was like, hey, buddy, you've got this team here. Oh, I know you're crap. busy with the Rams and Arsenal and such, yeah, but like, you also got your Colorado team. So, I mean, like, he won a championship with the Nuggets, and, like, Arsenal's back in the Champions League. Uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl, and he's like, I think I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, the Rapids. Shit. Uh, like, <laughs> he owns an Overwatch team, too? What the fuck doesn't he own? The, uh, it's it's the ra- the Rapids, the did I leave the oven on of teams. Yes. Uh, it's Seriously, it's just... I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up for them, but it seems like they, they're, they were like kind of awake, and so maybe I can hope for a playoff berth, but they've been near the bottom if not the bottom for like the past four or five years, I think not been great. It's tough. It's, they, we will see. They could, but I do think there's a lot more room for improvement for them now. For sure. Uh, I, I love their, 
the kit, the maroon with like the light blue, uh, always amazing. And then when they do the Colorado flag one, it's always fun. I I never realized MLS jerseys are are so expensive. It's like, that's why I don't own one. Uh, yeah, it's just like good, is, I mean, for God's is there sakes, like a man. word for soccer jerseys, like hockey jerseys, or the sweaters? kit? But yes, Their kit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's the home kit. away and the third kit. You mean if, yeah. if I ever had the choice to pick a, is that like the third estate or different? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. sure. Same thing. Uh, same they thing. they exist to hold the the other kits accountable. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. If I, if I could pick like one set of colors for any like school or whatever, we gotta go heavier in the states with that maroon and light blue, like the claret, the the, the claret and the sky blue, like the Aston colors. Like we need more of this in the states. Anyways, who else? Uh, I I want to mention Orlando City really quickly, just because of what the fuck happened to Duncan McGuire. They're actually a really well constructed team that will be really oh. competitive next season. Is this, but I just is this the transfer saga thingy? Oh yeah! You oh know. God, go over it. This is so ridiculous. This is—I mean, it's worth like its own segment. Go, go. It right really ahead. is its worth segment. I'll do it really quick. Go ahead. Uh, a team in England, Blackburn Rovers in the second division, reached out to Orlando saying, "Hey, we like your player, Duncan McGuire, who it's kind of an amazing story. He played, I believe, I think it was for Creighton. I don't remember his university. Got drafted. Easily the most successful draft player to ever come through any of the MLS drafts in recent memory. Bagged double-digit goals for Orlando last year." Everybody was loving his game. So this English team came calling him. Blackburn was like, hey, we'll pay up this money to transfer him. The first time it seemed like the deal was going to go through, reports then said, oh, the deal's falling apart. Well, it's not happening. Then overnight it came back to be like, oh, it's it's on. Never mind. We're going to actually do this. And they kept negotiating until like the literal last day of the transfer deadline. And to the point where... Things were still a little dicey, but Duncan McGuire got on the plane to fly over there. Mid-flight, there were more reports that the deal collapsed again. Jesus. As he's getting off the plane, they're still trying to pick out something and decide on it. They did finally get to terms while he's waiting at the hotel to get taken from there to the team campus. One of the reports in The Athletic even said a rival team that was bidding for his services actually pulled up with their own car and was waiting on the word to see if they would get him. And so this guy was just like, which car am I getting into? Um, Did another finally, team get involved? Was, wasn't like like Sheffield Wednesday or something involved? I, it, I believe it was Sheffield okay. Wednesday. They so were like also two teams are, are fighting over this guy as he's landed and nobody signed him yet. Jesus. Yes. Finally, Blackburn comes through, agrees to terms with the guy. He opts to get into his own taxi to go to the grounds. Great. This is all good, right? No, no, it all goes to hell. The deal gets fucked up internally by Blackburn, who it turns out, and I could not believe this facet, they submitted the paperwork to the English FA, which is what you have to do to certify all these deals. Mm -hmm. In their internal system, they thought they had hit submit to their electronic system. They hit save. (laughs) (laughs) They hit save, not submit. Oh, no. It was past the deadline. Oh, no. When they caught it. So. Frantically emailing the professor, begging for an extension. Yeah, no, God, I I feel sick to my stomach knowing this feeling. Yeah. They, They actually did appeal to the FA to say, hey, we fucked up. Can we please get an appeal to get this guy through? The FA says, no, that's it over get out of here and that's it 
the trans nobody gets him and the so guy he's, has to he's go back with orlando States. uh i don't even know his current status at the moment i think now he's being to my understanding orlando gets first rights to re-sign him but if he decides i don't want to sign with them he apparently i think has the freedom to go sign with another team in the league if he doesn't want to go back with them and this is the other issue yeah. they also signed a new striker to replace him, like some tr- record transfer fee, oh, in oh, part no. because they thought he was a goner. They were doing their homework and said, all right, we're going to lose this guy. Let's get some reinforcements to take his spot. Oops. Well, shit. The guy lost his starting spot and didn't get his job back in England that he was supposed to get. I feel like he's he's Tom Hanks in the terminal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's, just, he's just living in, in, ho- London, in a hotel in, in, in Sheffield. The, in the, he's, he's just in a hotel... Just, just stuck in the hotel, can't go anywhere until he gets signed. It's a shame that Dougie McGuire is not a team because I would immediately become a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, you can be a fan of him. I have found a news article uh, from five uh, days ago. Uh, okay. Spoken Orlando City forward Dougie McGuire commented for the first time on Tuesday about his failed move to English club Blackburn Rovers. Move that was announced at the start of the month, but ultimately fell apart days later following administrative errors from Blackburn, resulting in McGuire's return to Orlando. Quote, I just kind of blacked out. Things kept happening and I just kept staying in a hotel room, McGuire said. <laughs> Quote, everything that was released about what happened is what exactly happened. So now it's back here training again. I, I was just checking. He's back with Orlando City, so they got him back. There we go. Okay. Blacked out in a hotel room is so relatable. Yeah. Blacked I would out do it. Blackburn. Are you kidding me? Blacked out by Blackburn. <laughs> He's got to write a book about that. This is ridiculous. God. Uh, God, I'm so glad we got to cover that because I know I wanted to cover this at some oh, point. Oh God, in this story. just I, look, Doug. You tweet about the MLS uh, a bunch, and I was like, okay, if we're going to talk about MLS, we got to get Doug on the pod um, because I mean, you follow that, you follow the NWSL too. That uh, we may have you back for that, and and really like just the one that is constantly like monitoring the stuff is probably the. <laughs> probably the best person we could have on to, to go over this weird wild stuff in, in MLS because I mean this is the 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 Wikiwasi. it's it's what is coming up and why should we watch it and Doug has given us a lot of why here <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> Beth, hopefully Beth has 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 a team at the end of this so let's keep going uh sure um I'll try to move through these a little faster since I took up so much time on that no you get um, you, you save what good. you save my friend do it good keep going um Portland Timbers uh, had a shit year last season, got rid of their manager, hired Phil Neville, who historically, um, I think he sucks. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't think he's very good. Like Phil Neville from? From Manchester United. Everton, oh, no. Brother of Gary. Uh, oh. my, so I'm embedded in the NWSL world as well. And one of the, and, and women's soccer, which I love following. He did not have a good reputation when he managed the England women's national team. Everybody said he sucked ass. And it does tell you that he leaves, they bring in the new manager, and they immediately win the European competition. Um, also, he was in charge of Inter Miami after that spell, and got fired before uh, Messi showed up. Oh, Inter Miami was an absolute mess before Messi showed up, and they're still kind of messy. Uh, sorry, I, didn't mean that uh, I, I did not mean that one. Jesus. Uh, God I, no, I did not mean that pun. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the managerial—I mean, the stadium is still a mess. In, in, but eventually it finally got approved, but that's, that's Miami for you period. But yeah. Yeah. Neville, like him and enter Miami. I I'm trying to figure out what his, his record was. Let me see if I can find it real quick. 
But I'll it just was, say it wasn't. It, it was not great. <laughs> it was no, not great. he was a he was a manager with Everton or just a player, right? Uh, just a player. Yeah. So his record with uh, Inter Miami, uh, thirty five. Um, 42 and 13. So basically win percentage of 38, 39%. Uh, Messi came a knocking. He was like, yeah, I'm not playing for this man. That's it. <laughs> and got his ass out the door. Oh, he got LeBron fired. Okay. Effectively. <laughs> nah. I would, uh, I would, Messi had his Messi guy. Said. Yeah, Messi. Yeah, Messi brought in guy from, from Neville's, from his old team. Yeah. So that's the thing. A lot of people... Uh, the leadership of the Portland Timbers is a little questionable to be very charitable. Yeah. So it kind of feeds itself from the top down of what the hell are you doing, Portland? Why are you hiring this guy? And they're, I don't know that the outlook for them is going to be that great for the foreseeable future, personally. That feels correct. Um, Sporting Kansas City. In the document I wrote here, I said, Portland, what are you doing? For Sporting Kansas City, I wrote down, what the fuck are you doing, Sporting Kansas City? <laughs> a strong argument. Okay. Beth is like, ooh, I, I'm ready for this one. I'll try to sum this up really quickly. Kansas City wanted to hire a new sporting director for the soccer operations. They hired the guy that enabled, he knew and enabled a lot of the abuse at the Portland Timbers and Thorns a few years ago. Oh, never mind. Retracted. Yeah. I was like, whoa. They hired the guy. The rancor publicly was so bad uh, between online, the media, everywhere across the board. Five days later, a statement from the owner said, yeah, no, we're going to... He's fired. He's out. Like, straight up, they U-turned because the rancor was that bad and people were canceling season tickets outright. So uh, people have been like, oh, who made the worst... Who had the worst offseason? I'm like, Kansas City, without question. See... Auburn, Auburn, it's possible. You can do it, Auburn. I you believe can do it, Auburn. you, Auburn. This, oh God, this is painful because one of my good friends in the Auburn scene is a Kansas City person. Oh God, oh, no. so, double uh, whammy. Meg, Ward, Dan, Meg on Twitter. I love you, buddy. Has had a rough go as of late. So they're they're. Well, I mean, they're a competitive team. They beat St. Louis, but after that mess, they they've got their own shit to sort out. <laughs> gotcha. um minnesota minnesota united they're great in that they have not hired a full-time manager despite firing one at the end of the last offseason they chose an interim manager to take the place the interim manager quit halfway in the offseason said i'm out i'm gonna go manage a usl team now and they haven't replaced the interim to the interim this is wonderful don't don't hire a manager just lease yeah just lease <laughs> I know why this is the case. They hired a new sporting director from Barnsley, and they're waiting for his visa to get approved. Apparently, the visa is just taking forever to get approved. And so during that, the interim guy left. The interim to the interim guy left. So they're just like, yeah, we just vibes, no managers. Just some guy now. This feels like Southern Miss when they had four different coaches in yeah. like the COVID year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> so so this, is, this is one of those situations where they should either hire us on some of the um one different a different manager you know per half quarter whatever mls sure. does Done. or um just run it by twitch yeah mm. twitch plays at twitch, mls twitch manager MLS, mm-hmm. that's right. well just let it go by like football manager and also in minnesota fc beth you may like this they're known as the loons Ooh, oh i love that the laser we did, go, loons. We did, we did have loons we did last the laser time loons. Yeah. 
So, if, you know, our one could... enemy, the parking lot. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They're a fun community out there. And I think, in my opinion, they have one of the best stadiums in the league. Ooh. So I've been there a couple times for both a Minnesota match and a U.S. match. Sick Great atmosphere. Google's things. <laughs> um so but obviously they're in a bit of a weird spot right now with, with with no manager or interim manager alliance field uh, alliance alliance whatever you call it yeah yeah oh i like uh, it. it's very blue you guys just uh, have me stuck on fan-controlled football but the other kind yes because someone suggested i, I miss yeah. i miss i miss fan-controlled fan football i miss this yes. <laughs> um let's see I mentioned New England, New England Revolution. Uh, they've had an absolute fucking wild year. Base, long story short, they had one of the most decorated managers in U.S. soccer history ever managing them. They won. They got to the heights of the Supporter Shield, multiple playoff runs, and in the course of months, got suspended and fired for reasons we have never been told publicly today. Ooh. Bruce Arena. Bruce oh. Arena is one of the most decorated managers in U.S. history. Managed D.C. United, the U.S. men's national team managed the U.S. to their deepest World Cup run ever, like, barring the 1950 team. Mm -hmm. He's managing New England and got them cooking. All of a sudden gets suspended and then fired for reasons no one knows why to this day, and everyone's trying to get the scoop. That's it's been a total mystery. Okay. Um, it's real fucking weird. Uh, there's been whispers, rumors, chatter on the internet being had. People have heard things, but nobody's gone on the record. Hmm. So it, it it was really weird. Is so it like, been like Bobby Knighting kind of vibes or? Possibly. Not really. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Uh, it's weird. Nobody knows. It's like I've, I've heard rumors, but I don't want to say them because I don't know. For sure. Fair. Um, so they do all that. They've hired a new manager named Caleb Porter this offseason, who's a very solid manager. In my document here, I wrote the Caleb Porter cycle because he goes through the exact cycle of MLS clubs every time he's there. It's literally the best highs and the low lows in that he'll be at an MLS team for three years, he'll get you an MLS cup, and then he will absolutely piss you the fuck off and everybody else in your organization to the point you'll get fired by season three or four. Okay, well. Huh. Jim, Jim okay. Harbaugh. Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, it might be that he yeah, might maybe, be that. Maybe, oh, he okay. he was head coach of Akron for like six. We love Akron. He was head coach of Akron for like six years. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey. The exact same pattern happened with the Portland Timbers. He won his first MLS Cup with, and then pissed off everybody in the building. So he got fired. Went to the Columbus Crew. Won there. He had his connections with Akron and all of like the Columbus soccer scene. Yeah. Won the cup there. Pissed off everybody in the building. Also got fired. Talking to a couple of revolution folks I know, if Caleb Porter gets him an MLS Cup, they're going to start asking for the for the statue next to Belichick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they'll give up a body part to get an MLS Cup. Those fans have seen so much shit. Um, they're the Buffalo Bills of MLS. That one I can say confidently. Yeah, that... they've been to f they've been to five MLS Cups, lost all of them. Oh no! Oh, oy. yeah. That's a very strong argument. <laughs> Oh, no, for West Virginia, Beth. I'm going to double check if it was four or five. I legitimately have lost count how many times they've lost it's, in the MLS it's, Cup. It's been a lot, and it's been over, like, many, like, it's been spread out, too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's been literally multiple decades that that's happened on. Yep. Uh, this is what happens when you change your crest, see? 
No. She got crazy. See, all of a sudden they changed their crest. They got away <laughs> from the beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful flag. Uh, let me see. Charlotte FC. So, for people that don't know, he is also the owner of the Carolina Panthers. It's Dave oh, Tepper. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, he's got both. Oh, no. Oh, he's throwing yeah. drinks on people at the MLS game. I remember when I, David Tepper was, like, the one of the less crazy billionaires, and Pitt fans were out here hoping he would just, like, drop fat stacks. But, no. He's no, just getting no. the Carnegie Mellon, Carnegie Mellon Business School named after him. All I know about Charlotte is that they have a crazy announcer. Like he does like this weird voice. Like he just, I I can't remember what it is, but he has a, when there's like a goal, like he, he raises like octaves, like Mariah Carey or something. It's, it's, it's really insane. Like it just, it doesn't fit. And I think we tweeted about it before, but let me, let me see if I can find it. Cause it's insane. That's the only thing I know about Charlotte. Cause they're new. Uh, they're new. I'll just put it like this. I had to double check the stats. They were founded in the year 2022. They are on their third manager now. Oh, that's good. Okay. Stability. So we have a great trend here. Stability. We love to see it. Uh, they just hired a Premier League manager who I'm sure he'll give it his effort. They have a somewhat interesting team. That dude's getting fired in a year from now. I would almost book it. Well, think about managers like legs on a stool. The more legs the stool has, the more stable it is. That exactly, that's exactly what it is. And here comes David Tepper to just kick all of them underneath. Here's our 18-legged stool. And David Tepper I've, will just set it on fire. I found the uh, announcer call if you wanted to try to play it, Jordan. I don't know if he could do it real quick. Yeah, send it to me. It's in the, uh, the main Discord. Uh, let me see. <laughs> uh... I guess I can mention Montreal really quick. Yeah. Sure. Uh, also owned by a madman. Uh, they're owned by Joey Saputo, who I'm just going to put it this. This is the one story I know that like says it all. They've gone through about, I think, six or seven managers the last five years. The most famous one is Wilfried Nancy, who I think it was the 2021 season. He wanted, to, he got into an argument with, the owner, Joey Saputo, and it was so bad, he was trying to quit on the spot. The players convinced him to not quit. Asked him, please don't quit. We need you. He opted to stay the rest of the season. A team came calling and said, hey, we would love to hire him as our manager. We'll pay the transfer fee to go get him. Because they loved him that much as a manager, and this guy wanted to leave Montreal that badly. Wilfred Nancy, that team was the Columbus Crew. <laughs> There you go. Okay. He goes on to win the MLS Cup with Columbus. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Montreal loves to run away. They love to run out their managers. Like, I don't even remember the number. Yeah. But I think we're at like six or seven managers going on in the last six years. They haven't been around that long. I like how uh, like MLS has the, the overly hands-on versions of ownership and they're just just crazy and then they also have like stan Kroenke was like oh crap i got it forgets he has a team i, like, <laughs> I love uh, how you have both of those in this, in this oh thing. you've got so many different flavors of owners it's, yeah some that try some that don't perfect transition because that kind of applies to my team my team is east united our big thing is our owners lean more on the cheap side the story i'll just give here is that they had the same GM for the past 15 years. The same one guy. They only won one trophy in that entire duration. 
most GMs would get fired by that point. No, we kept ours for 15 years. I was in high school when he got hired. Jesus. They only finally they only finally knew to take the GM tag off of this past off season. <sighs> that's that's yeah, Beth. Trouble. This seems like maybe a good one for you. This feels like the pirates, except it does, it somehow does feel like the pirates. Some, it's like a more successful pirates. <laughs> more successful pirates. Oh god, yeah, oh, that bad. can do it. Jordan, were you able Great. to get the video up or no? Uh, I I'm having trouble getting the sound through. Give me a second. Okay, you gone. Let's see. Whenever you can, but yeah, DC United, yeah. Uh, they they finally got rid of him this year, or like this off season, after fifteen. Te- technically, they didn't even get rid of him. Oh no, they did he like him- get promoted inside the company or something? No, what I've understood is they gave him a bullshit tag of like special consultant, senior consultant is what oh, they gave him. Oh god, Jesus Christ. What it is, is that they don't want to fire him and pay out all of his money on the contract. (laughs) They're like, they're doing the thing from office space where they're just putting him in different parts of the building. We're just going to move you down to loading dock. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're just like, you can keep collecting the paycheck, but your office is now in the loading dock. (laughs) This is like, oh God, this is like the comfy pants version of Pirates fans. My God. Yeah, that's a, it's, oh, just sweat, it's just sweatpants. My grout fit. Yeah, we're gonna put, yeah, we're putting pirates fans in home field joggers. Congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, perfect! I'm already this shape. Oh, uh, I'm in pain thinking about the comparisons of the pirates, but I don't even think it's wrong. Oh, <laughs> it's God. like it's it's like uh, fuck. <laughs> I Doug, I've this. been a pirates fan for forty years. <laughs> 40, 42 um, for me, so yes, let's go. I, I want to joke, it's like they conned us. It's like they DC United decides to be really good during the early inception of MLS. They win four MLS Cups between 96 to 2004, and that's it! I haven't seen shit since. It, this feels even more like the Pirates. Like, they've won, yeah. like, five World yeah. Series. Yeah, my uh, dad is like, which which World Series do you want me to tell you about? Yeah, I've been to all Do you want to know about 71 with Clemente? Do you want to know about We Are Family, 1979? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like, nothing since then, but, yeah, you know, like, what do you want to know? My first memory as a Pirates fan was going to the game where Bobby Bonilla came back as a Mets player. <laughs> oh. Oh. Beth, oh, goddamn. Oh, I just feel... I, oh. I only know pain. It's all I know. Yeah, This might be worse... The college football comparison I have for this is Minnesota. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, because oh, they haven't man. won a title since, what, 60? That's no, 30-something. Some, 30 30 no, I thought it was – they claim 60, I think. They claim, Yeah, they claim one in, like, 1960 or so, yeah. but, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. God. Oh, dr- drive this. I'm getting sad. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this is um, life. This is, yeah, this is so, how the sickos are founded. We have to make ways to enjoy sports. <laughs> uh so that's so that's my team i will pivot over uh i'll mention la galaxy they're also like the longest one of the other longest tenured teams in this league also very decorated they have five championships okay similarly on the same wavelength as dc united haven't won shit since that point they've had right. many celebrity players like beckham obviously everyone knows when he joined the league uh they've had guys like zlatan chicharito joined them but now they're in this weird state where they've gotten usurped by LAFC and as like the big LA team. Yeah, they have in terms of soccer, and LA has won a title more recently than them. Um, so what I'll like mention the LA Mets. <laughs> Ooh, oh God! Oh, good lord! I'm not a nice person. Give some more. Give some more. 
Give, I got give some more spice to El Trafico. Okay, okay. LMS is something I'm going to do a Photoshop for. Hold up, I got to do this. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, for those that don't know, the, the rivalry between LA Galaxy and LAFC is called El Trafico. <laughs> Literally, the traffic is so bad in LA they named their rivalry after it. Well, only one, like, so only one of those teams actually plays in Los Angeles, so they're true. Oh. Oh, no, don't don't tell that loud to an LA Galaxy fan. They'll fight you for it. Maybe literally. They, they, the worst is worst is when San Diego, San Diego, uh, the San Diego State Aztecs spent a season driving up to fucking is it Carson, whatever, not Carson, whatever the city is, where Home Depot it, Field is. It's Carson. It's Carson, yeah. And so yeah. they spent a, you know a year driving however far that is, an hour, hour fifteen from San Diego to play. It was awful. <laughs> um oh boy uh i'm gonna just move it along before yeah. we get in more trouble <laughs> we got fighting words here just christ El i'll mention spicy um lafc since we're on them already lafc they're kind of having to rebuild a little bit because they lost some of their past players but they're still relatively stacked enough that they're not going to dominate like they did in the past but they'll still be in the mix of a playoff team they have the golden boot winner from last season floating around so they're going to be competitive, but they may not be as competitive, especially with some of these other teams coming to the horizon. Um, I, I admittedly haven't followed them as much, so we will see. They're not unlike Miami in that defense may be a little bit questionable. Uh, they lost one of their key pieces to the Chicago Fire, who I'll mention next. So oh, they'll be competitive. They'll be probably be better than Galaxy, which in some respects, that may be all they need. As long as they're better than the Galaxy, they'll probably be fine. Yeah, it feels right. Um. Chicago Fire. I just mentioned them. They're... I don't know how to describe them. They had a weird time where they announced a head coaching search was going to happen and said, actually, we're not going to do that. The guy that's been our interim all season, we're just going to give him the head coaching tag. They just said, fuck it. We're not trying. Hey, you know what? Sometimes... Look, lots of relationships have been made on fuck it. I just... Look, we're just going to take the interim tag off you. I don't want to try anymore. There's lots of and marriages. We- all right, Bill Stewart, we a, miss you, buddy. It's a it's a coaching situation ship. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> I can't do any better. You can't do any better. We're just gonna call this. A coach situation. fuck. Was it is it like, you know, the it's the thing from Mad TV, like lowered yeah. expectations. <laughs> it's basic it's it's so weird to me because they they were just like, ah fuck it on the coaching search, but then they actually tried and actually got a chunk of good players into their fold. Like I just mentioned, they just brought in a U.S. national team, Raquel and Acosta, to join their team, who might be the most important get of the year for them. That's actually a great pickup for them. Defensive midfielder, he'll hold down your defense, and he's a great distributor, and he can attack as well. Like, excellent player. He started, for folks that watched the Men's World Cup in, I think it was 2022, he's the guy that did the last second tackle on Gareth Bale before Bale clearly was going to try to huff it from midfield. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was a game Kellen saver, a- for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was a game saver. That was because him and Kellen Acosta were on the same team at LAFC together, and Acosta knew, oh, no, you're about to try shit. Nope, nope, I don't care if I get a foul. He saved the game for them. Very far. So he left LA, joined Chicago. They've got something interesting cooking, but they've always been historically a bit of a hot mess, kind of like many other MLS teams. So we'll just see. Ha- this is tell you, question when I Google mark. Chicago Fire, the TV show is like the first four links. I have to scroll way down to find the actual oh. soccer team. That's been one of the funniest things to witness. That show has completely obliterated the SEO and search results for the <laughs> soccer team. Yep. Yep. 
like a, a TV show has just like ruined an entire SEO of a of an MLS franchise. It's a Dick Wolf show that's been on for twenty for twelve seasons. Okay, I mean, never but, mind the fact that both of these things are named after a historical event that you would think would be the first thing that shows up on Google, but evidently no, not. not. Oh happening. no, that like no. that is so far down. The actual Chicago Fire is so far down. It's the so actual funny. event that it happened. It's like, oh yeah, wait, why do we name these things after that? And the more you think they about should... that, the more sense America makes. Yeah, they should take more like TV show names, like proceed. Like there should just be like a team that's just called like House. <laughs> uh, there is literally a team called the San Jose Earthquakes out there. Well, so, uh, yeah, I mean that's true. Um, the Seattle uh, Sounders, but you know, yeah. like Seattle, but it's uh, huge. It sounds the LA NCIS. LA NCI. <laughs> New Orleans needs a team now. It's, it's I'm sorry, yeah, we'll have it be the New Orleans NCIS since LA already has two teams. I just want a New Orleans team just to just to have a rivalry with Atlanta United and that's it. I I I just want them to play Atlanta United and beat them. That's it. I've been I have been <laughs> wanting New Orleans to have some kind of soccer anything yeah. for so long now. I want to go to a New Orleans tailgate. Oh, it'd, it'd be fun. I might die, but I'd have fun. Crawdad inflation. The only problem is they play in the summer. You don't want to be in New Orleans in the summer. Oh, it's going to be so so much swampy. So swampy. Swampy. I'm here for it. Uh, We're kind of used to that in D.C. a little bit. This swampy community. Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I'll mention last, I wrote down St. Louis. Uh, Fluker for real. St. Louis SC just... St. Louis, God, I forget that they even exist sometimes. St. Louis City Soccer Club, that's a mouthful. Yeah, they are. They were an expansion team last season. Everybody thought they were going to be bad. Everyone thought, well, new team, you're probably not going to do well. You just constructed your team. They went and won the West. They won yeah. the entire Western Conference, Ooh, sure, without yeah. any problem. And I'm just like, where the hell did you come from? So they're so they're the Vegas Knights equivalent yeah. of the MLS. Basically, I would say so. Yeah. Um, it but was we don't not know an easy next. Yeah, we don't know next if it's a fluke because they had some bumpy times along the way. Uh they lost every game to the Chicago Fire this past season, Ooh. which made them so mad. And all the Chicago Fire fans absolutely obliterated them online. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, that's a rivalry right there that transcends in other sports. And oh, yeah. the fact that even the Fire were so bad last season, but they still beat St. Louis twice in a week. They ha- they held that over them forever, and the one other rival you could probably consider for them, Kansas City, they faced St. Louis and Kansas City faced each other off in the first round of the playoffs. Kansas City dump trucked them out of it, completely torched them through. Okay. So despite them winning the that's Western nice. Conference, they got ran out of town by Kansas City. So that's the question, especially with what happened to them in the playoffs. Are they going to do well again? Do they crash back to earth like people thought? It's possible. A couple years ago, one of the darlings that entered the league is Austin FC. They came in doing okay, and then they really took the league by storm. Last season, completely crashed out, oh, did yeah. not make the playoffs, had a miserable time. Yeah, so awesome. it is truly not guaranteed. I love if you're good one season. Sorry, yeah, Austin, 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 Austin get fucked. It's fine. Austin, Austin yeah, fucked, I, fine. I'm mad because like San Antonio should have had the MLS team, uh, but Austin got it instead. And, but the Q2 stadium uh, there is, is very nice. It's incredibly nice. Um, and then, of course, they had to go with my like favorite colors, like green and black. But they did just basically copy the kit from Sassuolo. 
um, in Syria. Mm-hmm. Huh? But, you know, really, it, it's good. And they Americanized it with the Yeti, but they have a new sponsor now. But they were they were fun when I went that one year, but then last year, just awful. Good. Yeah, they had a Good. rough time. Um, I've been to that stadium. It's a great stadium, and their food is excellent. That stuff. is true. Yeah, their food expensive is expensive as hell, but yes, it's good. Um, I had a hot dog that was in a green bun. Yep. Hmm. Um, I Purpose, forgot what you... purposefully green, I assume. Yes, purposefully I, green. Yes, one would hope. Yes, I I had the so I, I just pulled up the photo a Sonoran dog. Yeah, the Sonoran dog. Yes, it, was it very is. Good. Is a bacon wrapped hot dog with pinto beans, cooked onions, tomatoes, mayo, mustard, and jalapeno sauce. Oh, I'll do it. It was actually real good. Beth can't have it though. (laughs) Beth, Beth, to mayo. Beth, Beth, not just mayo. Eggs, eggs will kill her. Nope, Mm, just mayo. Mayo is my only problem. (laughs) That that actually would be very funny. Just mayo. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, that good spot. Um, that's all the teams I ran through. If I don't mention a team, it's not because I think. It's nothing for wrong. It's just you didn't do anything interesting this past off season. Like some teams just hummed along without a problem, and that's for many teams fine. Or they're just coasting in their misery like no problem. Sure, that's a decision. But if I didn't name a team, it's not for no reason. It's just you didn't either do anything amazing or do anything profoundly stupid. I mean, some sometimes it's good enough just to not be the center of attention on an off season. Let's be real honest here. We've learned this. Yeah, some teams had a great time. Some teams I mentioned had got on that list for awful reasons. So it's okay if you're you just kind of coasted by. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much for coming in and introducing us to MLS, or at least getting us caught up. We will harangue Beth and figure out what her decision is. We'll let you know. Please. <laughs> and yeah, um, I appreciate this so much. Yeah, this was fun. Um, I could talk about this shit for hours. So I, I know, I, 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 like, I like, I, I again. This is why I wanted you on. I, I had a feeling you could just go on and all for days. Can, uh, can you come back on later on and tell us, talk to us about the women's league? Hell yes, I would love to talk NWSL with you guys. Perfect. I want to. Um, I love covering that league, and I also think that league really needs to get more love out there. Got so it. please, I am more than happy to talk NWSL when closer to when the kickoff is i'm already forgetting mid-march i think it's it's mid-march i yeah. forgot the exact date but i, I have I should know like this a, i have like a doc of like... dates so i I'll, I'll try to get you uh back on that for that one too awesome yeah i live by my google calendar which i have like all my leagues synced on it because if i don't see it on there i will fully forget shit i have i have i think missed games or almost forgot games are happening except i got the prompt on my phone saying game tomorrow or whatever i was like oh shit right that's happening. Doug, you are a delight. Where can people find you? Uh, I am at D Reyes. Oh, I can spell it out. At D-R-E-Y-E-S-C-E-R-O-N. D Reyes around. I am that on Twitter and Instagram. And Blue Sky with the rest of that stuff. Um, I'm on all those platforms. I am... If you follow me, you're just going to get a hodgepodge of anything. Oh, it's a great follow. <laughs> Doug is a great follow. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, uh, I get self-conscious about sometimes what I post and I just try to remember, look, man, if they follow you, that's on them. And if they <laughs> follow you, I fully respect it. Yep, there's shit I'll post about. That's kinda, their fault. That's kind of like us. You asked for this. When we started getting followers, I was like, okay, you, you, you really like this. Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was like, look, man, you'll find all sorts of things. I could be tweeting about soccer. I could be tweeting about horror movies. I could be tweeting about I don't know, road issues in Virginia, things like that. 
Well, you're, you're very passionate about transit in the DC area too. I'll say oh, that. Oh yeah. Hey, hey God. Doug, is the, uh, is the red line on fire tonight or no? Do you know if the red line's on fire or not? I oh. bet it is now that you said it. Yeah. Are we, are we down for purple line chat? I will well, do purple line chat all you want. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll do DC's transit chat later on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll talk about why Blue Line doesn't run through Georgetown. Official Sickos Committee meet up at Metro Bar when? Yes. Ooh. Oh, I like that bar. That's a great bar. It's great. fun. I don't know if anyone here has gone there recently, but that, uh, they, they, you can sit inside the Metro car now. Oh. oh. You could not do that the one time that I was there. I, I was waiting for them to get there to do that. I think a couple years ago it was just being used for storage. No, they fully refurbished it to now where the bar and a seating area is in the car, the metro car. Oh, nice. Yeah. Definitely the next trip I make down to go to Chuck Levin. Side trip. Do it. Hell yes. And I'll be around. Uh, um, anyone that follows me knows I'm at Audi Field way too fucking much for any sane person to ever be doing. I have season tickets to both DC United and our NWSL team, The Spirit. So I just do them all. We get you there for what is it? What's the DC team? DC Defenders. You do? Do you I, do XFL? Beer snake. I did go to. Beer snake. I did yeah. actually go to an XFL game, and I actually did have a lot of fun. I had a blast at it, so I think I will at least try to cram one game, maybe two. I need a break sometimes because there's so much soccer happening. Oh there yeah. That I'm like, I can't yeah. do all of them. I don't remember the exact weekend. But there's one particular weekend I might try to go the full sicko route in that DC United, the Spirit, and the Defenders have a home game on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. Oh, I, Jesus. I might try to do that Triforce. <laughs> oh. Love it. Oh, that's beautiful. Love it. would be nuts. Okay, Doug. I will, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Sorry. No, it's Thank, you, Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you so much. Peace. Have a good one. <laughs> Okay, so let me do an actual opening for the show now. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of February 18th, 2024. Y'all, I'm going to have to warn you because my energy is going to be weird. We've already recorded a bit the end of this podcast in the front side because we have a special guest coming to talk with us about MLS. So we recorded that first, and now we flipped it Oh, wait, it you, want, you want me to cut it around like that? Yeah, why don't you cut yes. it around like that? Oh, okay. I was just thinking that was going to be the cold open. No, MLS talk was the cold open. But okay. you know what? Let me think about that because that might actually be funnier. Uh, uh, we'll see. So, so oh, yeah. My so, so my energy is going to be like mid-show energy as opposed to early energy, which means I can talk a little better, I think. Uh, today I spent, y'all, I spent cooking a big hunk of pork and it made me so happy. And I posted on the timeline and people were like, yeah, you cooked that pork. And I don't know. It makes me happy when people like appreciate my cooking on the timeline because I know how jittery Twitter is for cooking. Commissioner, yeah, are you congratulations? You are not a U.S. senator eating a sad ham sandwich, right? Gold like, Commissioner, are you afraid of posting like food and drink on the timeline? Um, like what? What would I like post on the timeline? I don't. I don't know. 
restaurant? You like you cook things? You cook food? I do I cook you things. Food? I mean, but like, I'm not gonna take a picture of like a steak I grilled or something. Why not? I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not gonna like look at a steak and be like, oh, he cooked it too much. It's it's medium. It should you're be afraid. Medium so you're, af- you're afraid of it. Every uh, time, every time you post a meat thing on Twitter, all I want to do is respond with a picture of some dessert I have made in the past. Yes, in a way that makes it seem like this was the logical end product of whatever you were making. Oh, I like that. Oh, like I start with like, oh, look at this ground beef, and here's and a I cheesecake. post like that pretty apple co- that pretty apple cake I made a couple years ago. Uh, I do have to say, Jordan, um, I have had several shout outs. I gave out your carnitas re- recipe just liberally oh good over the past couple of weeks i know three people who made it this weekend and all of them were like you have to tell jordan thank you it's it's so easy and so good i'll post the recipe for folks who are wondering about it later on yes it is such an easy great recipe for carnitas and like it's the, it's one of the best meals because it's just so easy you can make if it i fast. do something like special or something like i'll post it but like okay. i'm not doing like I haven't had a crawfish boil in a while. I'll post that. If you did that, yeah, um, for sure. I did that. I mean, but like I'm not, I'm not a food poster. Like you, you know, like I'm not like on Instagram posting meals. I'm not doing that. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm I feel eating. like this is my, this is my daring thing. You sure. know, for some people, it's like I don't like my voice. Some people, like, I like my face. I, I like, I'm afraid of posting food because we've all seen food go wrong. We've all seen Lincoln Riley take shit for bad brisket. Oh we've, God! Right, we've seen you know senators and congressmen get destroyed for bad food yeah but i feel like i I, mufflers i did not however take a picture of the picture of the after today because like i told you all earlier this took me longer than i thought it would i put it on the smoker it was a pork shoulder it bone in put it on the the smoker at nine this morning and i pulled it off at eight tonight so it was it was a longer smoke than i had planned i did miss dinner yeah, because I mean, my my wife eats old lady dinner though. That's that's her, her I, fucking. I smoked a ham the other day. What time is like, old lady dinner? Like six. It's so early. Oh, that to me is like three thirty. Oh, but like yeah. So my my boss at my actual job actually sent an article around about this not too long ago. Evidently, Pennsylvanians are like statistically the most old people dinner state, which would explain why Beth and I's expectations about old people dinner is like three thirty. Because uh, this is an ongoing topic of discussion in my home. Obnoxiously pit boyfriend is like, like I would like to have dinner at like six thirty, and I'm like seven thirty is fine. What are we doing? I uh, see. I growing oh, up, like Puddles and wife of Puddles were like <laughs> dinner at Mrs. Dinner. Mr. Ms. Puddles. <laughs> I mean, I just call her mom, but um, like dinner at nine nine thirty was yeah. not was not odd which meant that the first time i had friends over and they're like starving to death and they're like when when is dinner and i'm like it for a couple hours i don't know this it is, was such a problem a, uh, my to, wife me, and I, to me six is like late oh that's you're such an old man see see pennsylvania my, my wife and i had this argument like back in the day where on fridays she like on fridays she would want to go out to dinner at like five thirty six, and then you know have your Friday, then come back home and chill. Whereas I want to get home, like take a nap, maybe mm. then go out and do dinner at like eight thirty nine. See, but, see for me, there's, I mean, a, kid there's a couple of things. Up, so don't worry. You, number one, you want to go, if you're going out, so, so 
cooking dinner at home and going out to dinner are completely different things. If you're going out to dinner, like you can do that even earlier because then like you want to beat the crowds, you want to get in, get a table so you don't have to wait. And if you're cooking at home, like, okay, you do actually have to, uh, you know, go and do that prep work. So you got to get home, then do the work, then eat. So that can be like, like five, five thirty, something like that. Whereas I feel like if you're going out, it's like, yeah, like five o'clock, like you want to be at the restaurant. You are such an old man. Holy yeah. shit. That's well, just Pennsylvania as hell. Yeah. I uh, just, just the, the kids messed that up for me. I, oh, no, I think that, I was same here. Like six thirty, seven o'clock was like a good dinner time. Um, if I were going out to eat, I'd rather go out early to beat the rush because I used to work in a restaurant and like 7 p.m. It's packed. It's, but, it's but a pain. That, that's why you want to go at like 8.30 and yeah, you're like that. You're that annoying table that comes in late when I'm trying to leave and, and get cut from my shift. So, yeah, I understand yeah. it. That's totally Jordan. I tip big. It's fine. Uh, anyways, as always, I'm Jordan with me tonight. I've got Mish, <laughs> Beth, Pick Girl, and Arthur are the ones and twos. Beth, how are you? Y'all, <laughs> it's just, I have had a two-year-old for a couple of days, and I am I am in the way that one is when one has a two-year-old for a couple of days. Um, it has been a huge and wonderful celebration of life in my house <laughs> as we welcomed a new niece. And so, a, a podcast listener, it is 1119 p.m. in the east coast before we started recording tonight i put the two-year-old to bed i just peeked outside of my headphones a couple of minutes ago to hear her drinking hot chocolate with <laughs> puddles and wife of puddles <laughs> that's that's how i am grandma and grandpa are always bad influences like that's their job yeah and uh hang on let me check let me check my phone and i'll tell you my three nephews arrive in one hour and 15 minutes. Who oh, arrives, no. Like, who arrives post, what family arrives post, no, never mind. Midnight I know this about your family. Your family yeah, it's the 9 p.m. dinner household. Everything yeah. is fine. Well, that was because they they were at, um they were visiting my brand new niece and my sister, who is like 48 hours postpartum until 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Jesus. We have come unstuck in time in like the late 80s and we have never ever returned like you want to talk about linear time being a mistake we just don't acknowledge it this thing doesn't happen here so if I, if you don't hear from me on tuesday assume that i am dead got it uh pick girl how are you i'm good happy sunday i went to uh there's a brewery near me that every once in a while brings a bunch of like record sale people in and then they just have a big record dig i went to that this morning and got all of the records which was very good um who's and the final I, person you were you were obnoxiously pit boyfriend or both? uh both of us he started it um but we we both have fairly sizable uh vinyl collections and i will inherit a very large one from my father so that's fun um also i have to be awake in four hours so that's gonna be fun Everything's fine. It's fine. Glad you're the young one. You still, you're still young. You can do this. You can do yeah, it. no, it'll be fine. But we like, also, we would die. Yeah. Commissioner, how are you, sir? Good. Just 
just a relaxing weekend with two kids and um yeah uh didn't get much blogging done this weekend so uh the substack is gonna be delayed <laughs> um otherwise it's it's it was good i i've I really don't have too many complaints this weekend. Okay. So otherwise, let's get podcasting. Let's go. So I fucked up the carousel again, y'all. I <laughs> said we it. were I said we were fine. And then the news broke that Sean Elliott, head coach at Georgia State, is now headed to be the tight ends coach at South Carolina. He chose yes. to do this on the third day of spring practice. So let, let me let me let me say canceled this. Canceled their spring game? Uh yeah, they canceled it. their spring game, which is great. So I was like, I, I just wrote this out and I want to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, Georgia yeah. State head coach Sean Elliott, fresh off the potato bowl win, sure. bounces to South Carolina to be the tight ends coach on the fucking third day of spring practice. I, I but I have to say this the way you capitalize it, it was South Carolina tight ends coach. Ends coach. <laughs> tight ends coach. On the fucking third day On of the spring. fucking third day of spring. I got, like, I think I got angry, like, yeah. halfway through typing tight ends. And that's probably how it worked out. <laughs> so this, 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 I think, I think this goes back to, like, what we talked about earlier. Uh, that the fact that he was sort of on the hot seat. The scatter, the, the Satterfield scenario, right? The Satterfield scenario. This is what we've, we've come up with. Uh, it, it's, it's basically, like... You don't feel stable in your job, uh, kind of like Chip Kelly, kind of like Jeff Halfley. You, you feel like you're only going to get like one year left, and if you have one bad year, you're gone. So um, really, this seems this way, but the way that this happened was kind of like way off cycle, way like we thought everything was over. Thank you, Jordan. Um, and then here we go. Here, let's get the carousel going. But now it's over. Now it's done. No, they, sure, they have an interim. It's fine. They have an interim head coach. That's the strength coach. Okay. So this is, yeah. So they, they, they brought in the strength coach to be their interim head. And y'all, I'm going to post a picture of him, but I don't need to because he looks no, I like know exactly what he looks like. He looks like every strength coach you've ever seen. He's There's nothing surprising neck. here. I haven't yep. looked at him yet, and I know he's all neck. I'm gonna drop Getty this. Images presents a strength coach. Right. This is this is this is what this is what AI would give you as a strength coach. His name is Mike Sirignano, I believe. And yeah, that's a picture of him in chat. Is he bald? Absolutely. Does he have a beard? Absolutely. Does that beard connect to anything at all? Nothing no. at all. I like Nothing how else. like his graphic says head strength coach. All you got to do is take out the word strength now. Yeah. He uh his his career was interesting cuz he was at uh he was at App State from 2014 to 2018 where he was the director of strength and training. And like was there for the fun times. He played of uh, he's played football at Bridgewater State. At it was a is a D3 uh, school in New England. But yeah, uh, notable student athletes who trains more than 70 football players who have gone to play in the NFL and four track and field Olympians. So there you go. I, I joked that this is like the episode of King of the Hill where they bring in like Hank's old football coach to be the head coach of the football team, the Pee Wee football team. 
I assume that all of the practices are going to be like that. It's just going to be Oklahoma drills and lifting heavy things and dragging heavy things. Uh, by the way, Bridgewater State, uh, their mascot is the bear. Hmm. Uh, and the bear's name is is Bristaco. The bear. Okay. What? Bristaco. I, I'm just calling it Bristaco. Bristaco. Bris, oh, Bristaco. Time out. Time out. This bear is jacked as shit. Got it. Drop it. Yeah, I drop it. it in oh, good. You got it. That was, bear is jacked as shit. I had to know. Performance Whoa. enhancing drugs. Okay, you don't get as a as a gentleman. God. More stuff from from one of our private chats that we have. As a gentleman who has um, lots of chess, let's say, I recognize a fellow dude with another large chest. This dude and I both barrel chested. That's what you say to a guy when you're just like, you're fat, but in a very specific way, you're barrel chested. That's me. Hang on. Mascot number two has bedroom eyes. Explain. Mm. Oh, yeah, he does. And, and a headband. The first one just looks so derpy. Jesus. The the one the the bottom one that I I, I got there. Uh, it, it's that's the picture from the mascot Hall of Fame. Oh, he's in the mascot Hall of Fame. Apparently, did they had did they Photoshop the numbers to switch him back around or? It looks a... it looks photoshopped as shit. It does, yeah. Listener, the I... number that is listed is ninety six, but it looks obviously fake. <laughs> I I have important context. Yeah. Uh, Per the Bridgewater State University website, the mascot at Bridgewater is named Bristaco, all caps, consistently all caps throughout this entire article. Very important. Yep. Mentally read this. That's why I had caps. to say Bri- okay, yep. Bristaco. Bristaco. Bridgewater right. State College Bristaco Bear. The bear as the school's mascot was decided by a student vote back in the 1960s when Bridgewater State bought modern, brought modern day football to the college. Uh, so it is a uh, an acronym of sorts, a truncation That's of a Bridgewater State bear. College. Oh, okay. Not, I've never seen a cocaine bear. That's a cocaine. That's bear. a cocaine bear. <laughs> so yeah, Georgia State brings in their and this is fine. Like he's been there for a while. This is good continuity for at least to get through the spring till they find someone else. But like this, this once again just like head coaches becoming assistant like. Again, not even like going to be a offensive coordinator at school. Nope, tight ends coach at South Carolina. Sure. I just wanted. To, I just posted a picture because I had to of of Bridgewater State, which is the most one if by land, two if by sea looking ass university that I've seen in a hot minute. It's a, it's aggressively New England. Holy shit! Yep, this is yeah. a New England New England ass building. Yeah, like Old Main is the Old North Church. Don't at me. I, as someone who went to a New England ass university, yeah, this is a New England ass university. Respect. Other coaching information. We think that the Cajuns, DC, Lamar Morgan is going to Michigan? Question mark. Did that ever get like resolved? It's, it's reported that it's happened. And, and like basically the Cajuns, DC uh, is going to be the defensive backs coach uh, for Sharon Moore and Michigan. Which, um, I believe it has happened. I don't. I have not seen an official announcement um, from Michigan as of yet. But it may be happening by the time this podcast comes out. There we go. Uh, Lamar Morgan. Uh, uh, sorry, Lamar Morgan. By the way, wears some absolutely wonderful bow ties in all of his pictures. Oh, love a good bow tie. Good job, Lamar. And plaid. 
just, just wait till I get I, my my th- so not only production meeting not only do I have all of the tartans coming out now that I've got that figured out I have a website where I can create my own tartans so I'm going to be coming up with fun tartans for ones that don't exist yet oh my god it's gonna be good I'm excited about this we talked in the past that Washington is acquiring the most Nepo baby staff of all time mm-hmm. because they have a Belichick they have a mm-hmm. Carol and now they have a Del Rio. Yeah. They have a, a Jack Del Rio son, a Jack Del Rio. So Luke, yes. Jack, uh, Jack Lou Del Rio's son, Jack Luke is now on offense is now enough. No, oh, sorry. Other way. Sorry. Jack Del Rio's son, Luke is now an offensive analyst and yeah. wait, pulled, there's more. There's more. Uh, 49ers GM is John Lynch. His son, Jake Lynch, who is a linebacker at Stanford, is now going to be a GA there, too. Yeah. This is the most just absolutely loaded. So apparently this was promised to Washington when they hired Fish. They wanted like an NFL heavy influence staff. And so that's something this is. I I don't I don't know if this qualifies. It, It kind of feels like when you have. Uh, one of those like, like sparkling waters that have a hint of flavor. <laughs> no, this is this is absolutely we have Coke at home. <laughs> this is the or, we have or, Coke at home. Or maybe stuff. is it like you know, like Coca Cola or cocaine? Yes. Is it like Doctor Check or Mountain Thunder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just we have the generic version of the NFL here. Mm-hmm. This is. We have a case of sparkling water that sat next to Bill Belichick and absorbed his essence. Oh, this this is this is homeopathy. This is homeopathy. The, this the case of Lacroix thought really, really hard about Pete Carroll. And now, and now we're putting him on staff. It's wonderful. I don't know. I maybe you know what? That's how you get staff. Wait. <laughs> Well, and I laughed so hard. That was good. A good staff staff pun. I like that. <laughs> this is like y'all. Like I'm. You know what? I'm not going to. Like I. Oh yeah. Hey Doug, you're more than welcome to come back on here. I'll add you back to the stage. <laughs> this is going to make so much sense when edits. fine. Yeah, when Arthur fine. Edits, edits it to be the other direction. It's fine. Hey this everyone, is Doug like is the... here. Doug is here, and we're going to introduce him later on the show. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Like, Linear time it. was a mistake, actually. Yeah. Who thought? Who would have thought of that? Yeah. We're we're doing Tenet. Yeah. This is oh, this is Tenet. Yes, we're gonna fold the movie perfectly in half in the center. Oh, this is our Pulp Fiction. We did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so the the intro is is on one end, and now we're going back through. Yeah, and, and make, we'll get it, to and all and the audio is just as bad as Tenet. So don't worry about please, it. You won't hear anything. Please don't yeah, listen and the ads the will be at the end. This is perfect. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we we have no idea what's going on in this podcast. Don't. Perfect. Don't listen to the podcast backwards. Don't do that. <laughs> Did I just cause a time space continuum it's by hopping it's, back it's, on here? No, it's great. It it is, is, again, it is a canonical view of this podcast that linear time was a mistake. We're just yeah. adhering to that. You didn't no, do have. anything wrong. And then we did watch, we watched the movie. Thing. We watched the movie Time Cop too. So this is kind of really. <laughs> oh, hell sense. yeah. It's just great. coming. It's coming together. It's great. So finally we got EA football. Like they announced it. They announced the game. We're going to have the thing. Yeah. And it has created so much just chaos. 
in terms of what's going to be in it. And poor Matt Brown of extra points, <laughs> Matt Brown, I love you so much, Matt Brown. but like, I, I, it's just certain folks that follow him for just this thing. Yeah. I think that he has the knowledge. That's it. Like there, there's oh. a certain set of Matt Brown extra points followers. Like he has like D three, ADs that subscribe to extra points if for for things such as the crazy black field uh, that we had in like uh, SUNY I think it was Morrisville I believe Something that, yeah yeah I probably said it wrong and and I know Bodie will will check me on uh, it later yeah. if I was incorrect but he he does all that stuff and like they do the temperature of like the field and all that, and then like he he decided to start you know uh, the FOIA requests which he is like the king of doing this. So he started foying all these schools to see if they were given information about the EA Sports upcoming college football video game. So he started getting information like that, and then he started to gain a following that just only cares about this. Uh, and then other, other people, like the college aggregating accounts, make up stuff like the blue checks. They make up things like, Oh yeah, this is when the game is dropping. There's gonna and then, be a like, preview at the Super Bowl. There's gonna, gonna be a preview at the Super Bowl. It's gonna be a Super Bowl ad. You're definitely gonna see that. And then Matt's like, "No, I didn't say that. I don't. They didn't say they were gonna do that. That's not gonna happen." Uh, so what happened after the game him. dropped? What happened after the game dropped? There was some FCS schools uh, that did. The covers, which everybody's doing the covers, which we're not doing too many of these covers. Like, here's the... Uh, if you're on our Patreon, I did give you the template, so you have Yeah, it. so there is a template if you're a part of our Patreon. There's a template where you could put whatever college football image behind, like, a video game back for it. So if you are a patron, you can get that. And you could do that. So people are just doing that image, like, for, like, three days straight. And we threw a couple out there, but um, I should have probably put the Harbaugh close-up one out there, but I'll, I'll do that eventually. But Yo, that's day. inside the Patreon if you wanted to see that one. But yeah, and so there's FCS schools that made their own cover, like Gardner-Webb and Portland State. They made their own cover. They're like, Gardner-Webb is in the game, and Portland State is in the game. And the whole time, Matt Brown is saying, the, the original plan for the game is just FBS only. FBS only. They may add FCS later. And so, like, all these tweets getting, like, 2,000 likes, you know, 5,000 likes. Like, is FCS in the game? We're getting tagged in it, and we're like, I'm not spreading this. We don't know this for sure. We are waiting for the, the one Matt Brown extra points to, to tell us if it's true. And he's like, and, and Matt Brown comes on and is like, folks, I've seen the tweets. I don't have any other updated information, so I'm like, we're. I'm still under the assumption that FCS is not coming. Um, I will definitely pay for the Kimby Dome expansion pack or in the Holt Arena expansion, oh, yeah. whenever they put that out there. What is what was oh. so your was was your move always to move ULM to the SEC? Was that your old move? That's it. Like I would always replace Vandy. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Well, like it, it, I wouldn't move ULM to the SEC. It was just basically they would give me an invite. Oh, gotcha. Okay. One time, one time ULM wound up in the Mountain West, and that was kind of fun. So I had like the dynasty for ULM, and I was in the Mountain West. I'm like playing the Boise as a conference game. It was great. It was fantastic. So I was just like, "This is, I'm, I'm like playing Boise on the blue turf, and like, I, I don't even know what game this was, like what version of the game, but it's like ten years into the dynasty, and you're just doing that, and you're like, okay, finally, I'll go to the SEC. I will take Vandy's spot. And so I was in the SEC East. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
as ULM on Heisman level, just just triple optioning my way uh, to to a title. It was a lot of fun. Commissioner, you, you got me briefly stuck on we're adding teams in the way that like Civ Five added random civs as yeah. like not even part of the full DLC. Just like no. here's a couple civs in an expansion pack. Congratulations, here's- you get Idaho, Idaho State, and Montana. That's yeah. right. Here you go. Five dollars. You get the Big Sky for five dollars. I would Enjoy. get you. Uh, you could like you. There was there were uh, like add-on civs, like not like mm-hmm. like not official, but just custom made. Oh, yeah. The mod community for Civ 5 is out there. Shout out to the folks that were doing the, like, we modded a bunch of Civs and then we put them all on, um, like, we had them all fight each other. Like, oh, I remember those. It was like, like all, 100, all 100 Civs. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was great. It wouldn't surprise you to know that I am a Civ kid. Also, uh, uh, lots of Crusader Kings 2. Just like, yeah, a, lot, like lots of hours in Crusader Kings 2. Just, just one thing about this game that's coming I, i'm gonna we're gonna purchase the game of course we'll yeah. definitely do it we'll we're definitely gonna use do your we're it's gonna a business use, expense well yeah we're gonna use y'all's money that you've given us to buy systems too so we don't commission and i don't have new systems because we're, we're oh, dads what, what, what thing do i need for this uh, we'll, we'll figure we'll get you something don't worry okay yes <laughs> so, fives I mean, for everyone fuck it i mean, like you know uh one thing is 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 i already have the ps5 so i, I oh good to... oh, oh i don't i need one oh. of those so yeah okay. but you know it, it was kind of the ps5 is kind of the entertainment hub of the family yeah so it's just like we do all the streaming and stuff through the ps5 um which so is... my ps3 will not do this i don't think no probably not okay. but um no oh, he'd, he'd be melt, very slow melt it to slag it'll to sound slag. like an airplane taking off okay uh, but like which... ncaa for switch huh uh, sure. Oh, they uh, usually uh, they usually uh, don't do. Uh, if they do, it's usually a really like pared down shitty version too. Yeah, they've been really shit about sports games on Switch. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it, it, if it was, I mean, I, I would play like Mario NCAA. Part, well, part of me is like, oh, I, I, maybe a PC release. They're not going to do a PC release either. No, like Wii Sports, but NCAA. <laughs> NCAA no, Wii the, the idea, the idea of a Mario Sports American football game still makes me excited. I still want that game. That game would be a lot of fun to know do this thing. Tech mobile, but every few seconds somebody goes, whoo-hoo. Yeah, no, just like, can you imagine getting like smoked by Yoshi as a receiver? Just reaching up and just into the ball, just like tongue in the air. I I understand that this is just a fun thing that you're putting out here, but in my brain, I just snapped a controller in half. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Or or like, 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 like. Quarterback, quarterback Daisy does a no look interception. Hi, I'm oh Daisy, and you're just ready to slam the controller down. Oh. Well, Luigi Daisy. must be the most annoying free safety to play against. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I got the ball. They bring in Birdo, but only as an, only as like an, um, a wildcat. I just have a mental image of Punter Kirby, and I'm aware that that's the wrong Nintendo franchise, but I can't get it out of my head. No, this is, we're a Super Smash Brothers. This shit, we'll bring Super everyone Smash in. like Nintendo All Stars football because you got to no. have a bunch of. Bayonetta is in here for some reason too. It's the crazy. problem with Kirby is like Kirby is going to be the bullshit receiver where like mm-hmm. you're in perfect defensive position to get the interception, and all of a sudden you hear. Oh yep. Wario is going to be the best offensive lineman. All he's going to do is rip a big fart, and uh-huh. that's it. He's clearing the path for whoever's got the running back. Whoever's the running back. See, we, we it's so perfect in my mind. It's so perfect. I'm just imagining you look over, receiver Kirby, you look over, and not only do you not see the ball, you also don't see your your cornerback because he's eaten him. 
I can't decide. He's wearing your helmet now because he just transformed. Okay, so first of all, this is the best Mario Party game in two decades. Um, <laughs> and second of all, the second that you decide to make Thwomp your linebacker, we yep. are in a fight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just. I mean, who's the QB? Like, who is your QB? I mean, it's it's got to be. Like, Yoshi is a good idea. Because Yoshi. I, I think you can, but, like, choose your QB. At the beginning, like like the Mario Kart loading screen, mm. mm-hmm. and that that's your QB, uh, kind of gotcha. like Mario Kart. You can only choose the QB. So like, I mean, Luigi's got no, the, see, I, I got want, the physical I, tools. He's much taller than uh, you know Mario. So, but I, mean, I think you want Waluigi if you want height. Yeah, the, the Brock Osweiler is Waluigi. That's yeah, that's what <laughs> I feel like. I feel like they got to break into like some of their other like how Super Smash Brothers has like all the characters. They got to do everything. Yeah, like I feel characters. like Link has quarterback vibes. Yeah, he does. Uh, I was thinking this as well. Link for quarterback. Also, Samus for quarterback. Samus, yeah, oh, got a go. rocket arm. Yeah. Yeah. Got a rocket arm. Throws Literally deep, the like Josh Allen. Uh huh. Yeah, if you're running the triple, you should probably use Sheik. Mm-hmm. It's a spear. <laughs> Again, I'm just, I'm just hearing Oda over. Hi, I'm Daisy. Hi, I'm Daisy. Oh As my she just god! Slam, just like punch. It. <laughs> I, who's who's our... Dumbakung Sue is in this game? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Hell, Beth. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we need more video games that are football because this is a great idea. NFL. We could. Oh, sorry, Nintendo can make a million dollars on this thing. TM, but also like we'll we'll license it to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we license it. Nintendo, call Nintendo. us up. Let's 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 work on it and uh, sponsor the podcast, please. There we go. Yeah, Nintendo sponsored podcast. Jesus Christ. Sponsored uh, by. I forget. This is a very nerd alert thing. They they were supposed to make a Mario football game a while back. Oh. I remember seeing. I remember seeing like art at least from it back in the day. Um, that's before Mario Sports like went completely to shit. They canceled it and every other game to get Metroid Prime made. Okay, so that's All right, well. worth it. Worth it. Fine. So I want that game though. Uh, yeah. So I didn't realize. Uh, so C. Sarkeesian at Texas got a new contract, and they're paying him ten million a year, a year now plus yes. stuff. Uh, what I did not realize, and I guess I did realize this because we saw this on Brian Kelly's contract, is that coaches get paid to a corporation a lot of times now. Yeah, they, like they have a like, corporation that gets that gets paid like a chunk of their salary. They get some, and then they send it to like it was like Brian Kelly LLC. I was like, why? Is LLC. That? Yeah, and what is what's so the this deal is there? Uh, Sark Enterprises Incorporated is getting sixty percent of Sark's paycheck. Sark sure. Enterprises, yes. He also one, gets, is, one assumes that that is a a sole proprietorship because the taxes are way cheaper. That's why I assume so. Uh, someone in our comments was talking about this, how corp to corp payments are very common. If that's true, then clearly I need a corporation for myself because I don't know. That sounds fancy. Uh, he is, does get two cars out of this and also a country club membership, which what? always, I mean, this is in everyone's contract. Everyone gets a yeah. country club membership and I don't know why it's got to just be like the thing. It's so you stipulate- can go with the boosters. It says two dealer cars. Like what dealership though? Like, I mean, what are we talking Your about? Choice? I, I mean, that's where they get you. Yeah. I mean, is he like locked into like a Kia or something? Texas, I mean, what's going on? Texas and a Mitsubishi school Kias are nice. No. What is Red Combs? Uh, uh, Red McCombs. Is that Red Toyota? McCombs, He's got uh, Toyota in San Antonio. 
then that's got it's got to be it's got to be one of his because okay but maybe there's a red mccombs toyota lexus maybe like sark can get a lexus uh, maybe i would think. i want to see sark in like a ford f-350 just pulling <laughs> up intently like having to step out one of those things uh he, he'd really love driving that in austin traffic uh, ford f-350 <laughs> i've seen people do it because they're fucking yes. insane it's this insane. is my daily driver. Look at my dualies. Yes, that, that, that's like I. The, so many people in F three fifties. Pit just, girl just rolled her eyes so hard. Have, I'm afraid you might have sprained something. Yeah, like, <laughs> an I'm going to start yelling about trucks where the hood is higher than the roof of my car. Yes. if we're not careful. Wait, yeah. I believe I believe the Twitter discourse said that you have to have a big car to be safe. I believe that was that's, the most recent Twitter discourse. That's right. yeah! I know Definitely. that one got me too. That one got just, me too. I about lost my shit on that one. Sark, so make sure when you're driving, just never take your trailer hitch off. You got to leave it on at all times. I was out friends the other day. And I saw a Ford F-350 with dualies parked in like a little itty bitty tiny parking lot in my area. And it had like these bright red, like thousand dollars a rim, easy rims on it. The off-road package on this thing. License plate, Texas. Sark was, was in central PA? I assume. Oh, that could be Jimbo. You know, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was at the Nick. Oh, of course he was. The other thing on this contract that was interesting was that when they when it was when they announced this, or whoever tweeted about it was like, he gets a private plane. He actually gets 20 hours of private aircraft flight for personal use each year. Oh, he gets a timeshare. And unused hours will not carry over. So it's not even like oh, he doesn't good. Get, he doesn't get rollover rollover plane minutes. No, so it's oh. count. It barely counts. <laughs> oh, see, that's you have your time share for a trip to like Hong Kong or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. No, this is your timeshare at the Best Western in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The, but yeah, the interesting thing is that they like say he gets he gets ten million a year. Now I have not seen the whole contract. This is just the notes version. I also didn't see in this was a buyout. No, didn't see it. Did anybody reply with that information? If oh, they had God. a buyout, someone said that someone said that. Oh, this isn't the whole thing. There might be one in the real thing. Okay, I have yet to see anything come up. Purge we'll contract. See. Did Texas pull an A and M? Maybe, but at least Sark did something first to deserve it. Yeah, you know he did get him to the playoff. That's that's better than we've done in a long ass time. Also, the incentive structure here really is lame. Like, there's nothing fun here. There's nothing about whooping Oklahoma's ass and an extra fifty thousand. It's just stuff like making the conference championship game, making the making a bowl game, making the playoffs. Not even an APR bonus, which that speaks more to Texas than anything else. I like the tickets provision. That's a lot of oh, fun. You get, you, you get the twelve tickets plus up to being able to buy up to twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like here you get twelve, but you could you could buy up to twenty if you want. You you, you know. The best one, though, is that he gets up to six tickets for all home games for all other UT Austin sports. So I could just like rolling up and being like, okay, UT Austin women's rowing, six tickets, please. Thank you. <laughs> just watch him go down the, the Austin, <laughs> Lake Austin. Just <laughs> Could you make money on that grift in the secondary market? Well, be pretty good tickets. I that's why I want to see. Sark is making ten million a year, and they they bust him for scalping his own tickets for an extra <laughs> couple hundred. It's like the Sark Sark Industries busted for selling teats uh, tickets in that teats. Jesus Christ! <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> weird. She's weird. Hey, I mean, it's cow school. I don't know what you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thinking about Bevo. Uh, but yeah, that's not right either. I post. I post yeah. a picture. Oh, I posted a picture of my of my meat church barbecue barbecue rub today, and yeah. it had in the front has like a cow preaching, and someone described his Bevo went to seminary. <laughs> what is a brisket but a weird stole? Uh, we also had a shot from the the first meeting at Boston College, and the most like old, like the old most Boston College crowd you've ever seen. It's a bunch of old white dudes in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I described it as the cast of The Departed too. Yes, but, it was. Oh no! Yeah. but like it's it's really it's just a bunch very of old. Bad. Yeah, like there there are definitely dudes in here who live on the back end, the back bay of Boston and like have never left that area. I mean, we're 15 or 16 powdered wigs away from the back of a $2 bill, so... Oh, yeah. And just no one has a smiley face. That's the best part. No one's, like, in a my, good my, mood. No one's smiling. Favorite, it is just... Oh, God, my favorite really guy is. has got... He's got the tented hands. Oh, yeah. There's a like, lot of them. Is, a lot of them have tented like, hands. They're just, like, the one right... The, they're all just, like, let's reserve. These all are the ones... Look like they- all of them look like they spell car C A H. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. Car. Who's this fucking asshole in here? Oh yeah, no, I you know that's the, they were hollering when he walked in. The <laughs> Gotta go out back to park the car. God, oh, Boston I could see. I could, any one of these guys could be glaring at storm waves on a whaling vessel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, these these are people that use like clean heating, like, use clean whale oil to heat their houses. <laughs> These guys still own like considerations in whaling concerns. Y'all, one of, my favorite op- one, of my on fa- one of my favorite operas <laughs> is is the opera Moby Dick. It's a it's a newer one in the last like 10, 15 years. It's really new. And there's a there's an aria, or it's a it's actually a, a, a group piece where they talk about whale meat and they refer to it as tough. I like whale meat, tough, rare, and bloody. And this is just it's a, it's a real ditty too. And so every once in a while with my wife. Like, how do you want your steak? Tough, rare, and bloody. Yeah, no, it's. <sighs> they actually have the the the, the, the stage presentation is cool because they have a giant whaling ship they open up, and they have the inner parts of it where they're actually like, cooking down the whale while they're singing. It's wonderful. Go see modern opera, kids. Okay. Yeah. I just want to say, and this is something that some I saw either on Twitter or someone put it in our Discord. I do not recall where I, where I saw this. Uh, but this meme really does have this, or this picture really does have the same energy as the meme of all of the like frat bros sitting in a line yep. at a baseball game, and they yeah. all look like the same guy in different fonts. That is this. It's the this is literally that photo forty yes. years from now. That's right. Somebody did that. I think it was somebody did that in our Discord. Someone uh, has really great Boston College socks too, though. So these are the these are the money. And I just socks. the idea of like Boston College mega boosters. Is a weird, like we, we talked talk, well, we talked the other day about like oh yeah. you know how, the idea of that Boston College people who are just really hard for Boston College, yeah there you go Beth Beth posted a picture of the uh, of the of the of the Moby Dick opera uh, where they're cooking down the whale meat in the middle it's wonderful. Also shout out to the two women in this photo they are there. Oh, in the Boston College photo, yes, I think yes. they're against the, they're they're standing against the wall though, right? There's one standing against the wall, and there's one like all the way down at the end wearing a yellow sweater. Okay, because uh, the one against the wall, I'm guaranteed he's a staffer. 
the other thing is that basket so softball season had kicked off and then baseball season's kicked off as well and i do want to shout out a man a man amongst men at sacramento state his name is matt oh gonna try it maschiaglio no totally missed that <laughs> m-a-s-c-i-a-n-g-l-o i'm gonna say masca masca angelo yes and uh he has been to the plate was it went to the plate so, yeah, nine yeah. times nine, this next date. Nine plate appearances this weekend against Loyola Marymount out out in uh California. Um not the Ramblers. Uh I, I don't know. But no, nine plate appearances. Nine plate appearances and um had one fly out to right field, but in every other plate appearance he's been hit by pitch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's. I, just, I would just stop. I would not. I would hide behind the ump. I would stop taking it, taking bats. What a start to the season, though. But right? you know what? He gets on base. He gets on base. Ball here. He gets yeah. on base. <laughs> the the. Uh, the I have the, like the list of his at bats in order. Yeah, it was on. just basically hit by pitch. Hit by pitch, hit by pitch, fly out to right center, then hit by pitch, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, and hit by pitch. <laughs> Boy, on base percentage, man. Wow. I mean, oh, so, he um, transferred. Uh, he transferred. Sorry. He was at Cal State Bakersfield first. Sorry, he his next at bat, he got a sack fly. So, eight out of 10. That's. How do you? Uh, no, I don't know. I, I, guys, I've I've told you this. I'm not an athlete, and more than that, like I don't like getting hit. Like I just never did. It's and not a this, pleasurable experience. This is just this sucks. It's this not pleasurable. Awful. It's not pleasurable at all. Um, I've I played baseball throughout high school. I did some like intramurals and stuff in in college. Um, being hit by a pitch is, is never fun. Uh, the easiest spot to get hit is probably like the the butt and, and the thigh. The back is probably like it still hurts. You may have a mark like the shoulder and like bicep area that 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 hurts. If it hits your elbow, just you're you're ouch. Um, I've also had one where I, I got a hairline fracture in my foot, oh. um, where like. I had to jump to get out the way and then I couldn't get my left foot out of the way fast enough. And then, you know, the cleats don't really have much protection and had a hairline fracture. I was on on crutches for like a little bit, but yeah, it's never, never fun getting hit. Just looking at videos of this, this gentleman, he does tend to crowd the plate a little bit. So I don't know if they were just trying to back him off and it's a college pitcher, not as accurate. So, so I'm, I'm going to go with a quote from MLB.com from Mask. Maschiaglio, Maschiaglio, <laughs> from, so Matt, from Matt, Maschilangelo. Uh, they asked him if they thought it was malicious. That thought never crossed my mind. None of them felt malicious. <laughs> None of game. them. No. And sometimes in the heat of the moment, pitchers get away. Pitchers get away from even the best pitchers. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt and focus on how I can use each opportunity to help my team win games, even if it means taking a few for the team. Okay, you know what? Better, better man than I. Because after hit four, I would have either taken, like, rushed the mound or just given up. Are we sure this guy should not be playing hockey right now? 
Mm. Right? This feels like mm-hmm. the, thing, the thing a hockey player would be saying. That, like, I know baseball has, you know, the unwritten rules of, you take, you know, you take, you hit one of mine, I hit one of yours. I haven't heard about any of the other teams getting hit by pitchers. Like, at some point, I feel like my pitchers need to look out for me, too, and start t- taking some heads off, but I don't know. Okay, let's do some ads, and then we'll cut around this, and they'll still be the end of the podcast. <laughs> This is going to be like the worst podcast collage. It's going to be awesome. No, it's going to be great. It's going to look yeah. like uh, it's going to look be like so great. me doing. Um, at one point, I had to get. I, I came into. Uh, I came into the collection of several adult magazines in college that had been like passed down because I'm in a fraternity. That's what you do, and so oh God. I know. Where and are so we going with this at, at, at some point, I made a decoupage. Jesus Christ. I made a decoupage. I used Mod Podge and I made a decoupage using using pictures of that. And it's gonna be like that. It was pretty janky. And and kind of lewd. Okay. Oh, but never mind. Never yep. mind. No, no, it's good. It's no. good. If you want more of this, that. join our Patreon. No, go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had questions, but you know what? No, I don't need Don't ask answers. questions no, you no, don't no, want no, answers to. Jordan, I'm trying not. to attract new sponsors here. <laughs> but, I had like two sec- it was like a two second moment in my brain that I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty janky and kind of lewd might be our podcast title. Um, sure. Uh, so. so yeah, uh, for five dollars a month, you get to talk to us in person about these things in real time. Yeah. Uh, you also get access to our Discord. You get access to our 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 Patreon only podcast, Commission's Corner, as well as. Beth and my new one, we haven't even come up for a name for it yet, where we're going to be talking about random fight songs, things like that. Songs in that. <laughs> That's good. You also get access to some of our, our paywall Substack posts as well. As always, we have our merch store, which is sickoscommunity.org. We will be having, well, by this time, you actually won't know, but we will have yeah. had a president's state sale. We have some Ladies is Sickos merch up, as well as some safety alert merch up as well. Oh, uh, don't don't forget the the sickos vaporwave. That we oh got yes, yes, our sickos vaporwave aesthetic, which is great. Yeah, so we're doing a President's Day sale, and by the time you listen to it, it, it would have already passed. Let's, let's extend it to Tuesday too, so people can. Okay, this. sure. Let's let's do that. We'll do. We're gonna do a nineteen percent off sale uh, to give the shout out to uh, Rutherford B Hayes, and you know, I just want to say Rutherford. That's it. That's all I want. I don't care about his legacy. I don't care. We have a YouTube channel. It's going to have actual videos on it this week. Look for look forward to some fun yeah. stuff. We Coming. also have we have our Instagram as well, where I'm putting filters on things and putting pictures of food. Why not? We have our Substack, where Commission is doing our best season of all time for teams who stopped having a football team. We'll be adding to that. We also have our Prairie View Chronicles, which is coming up as soon as we can get all the massive amounts of research. Yeah, I'm trying to organize and get all of that information chronologically that that took place because while the losing streak, the 80 game losing streak started for Prairie View A&M, there were so many indictments and grand juries. So I'm trying to shuffle all that together, which is felonies. I mean, involving the United States track team. I mean, I'm like, what is going on now? So I can't wait to do that that uh, off season podcast series and subsect series. Also, shout out to Message Board Geniuses podcast. They go to the places that we refuse to go because my therapist tells me not to. And lastly, as always, our oldest sponsor is homefieldapparel.com. We use Homefield for everything. We wear it all the time. It's cozy. It's comfy. We have pants, hoodies, shirts from all your favorite licensed colleges, 
schools from FBS to FCS to non-football schools. I know they exist. To even D2 and D3 schools, they're great. Check them out. Use offer code yes, ha ha ha. Yes, that's three ha's for 15% off your first order. And as always, we have our Sicko Shirt Showdown for this week, and it is Kamish. What do we um, So we're going SEC themed. Uh, okay. I haven't gotten fully uh, approved yet, but it's going to center around LSU men's and women's basketball uh, on Saturday. I believe if we get this approved, which Whitney's been awesome, but it's going to be LSU men's uh, versus the Mississippi State men's team, and then on Sunday it's the LSU ladies versus uh, the Lady Vols of Tennessee. So we're going to have basically one oh, graphic. I love, I love Lady Vols gear. God, I love Lady Ladies Vols. Vols. Uh, the, the blue and the orange is, is perfect. Um, but it, we'll have that coming up. And um, I should have another uh, best season of all time for teams who stopped having a football team sometime this week. Definitely did not make it happen this weekend. Uh, the one that I did for Boston University for BU which was phenomenal. I just want to go watch. I want to go watch that YouTube video again because it ended too with like 1993 Kibby Dome, which was great. Always good. Okay, we'll cut the episode there.